Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. This week, I have been inspired by my clients who are at the beginning of their self-development journey and they just can't see past their present situation. And I know it sounds woo-woo, but if you can't see a vision for the future, you are just going to keep bumbling along, pun intended. But first, hey, it is so lovely to be back, just me and the microphone rambling on about life. The podcast has kept me so busy in the past few weeks. I have had some fantastic guests on. I have recorded quite a few episodes ahead of time. I have got a really exciting guest next week. I have got Mart from Canny Crystals. He is going to be my Valentine's guest and he is telling us all about how to bring love and sex into our lives with the use of crystals. Not like that. Don't use the crystals like that. You, if you're thinking like me, got a dirty mind. But I loved recording with him. It was so much fun and he gave me so many tips on um, recording good quality podcasts. Because, you know, he's got like a number one podcast in spirituality. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you haven't heard of Mart from Candy Crystals, um, you'll hear of him next week. Go follow him on Instagram. He's ace. But that's not what today's about. I am here to tell you about how the first month or so of 2024 has been going for me. And I'm here to tell you about visioning your future. Because I have been on the Jay Wicks body coach three-month cycle. I started at the beginning of January. I have cut out drinking red wine. I did January, which means I only drank gin. Um, And I'm not really into gin, so I wasn't really drinking very much. Uh, It was a significant reduction in my alcohol intake because I have an Irish family and I drink more than I should. And it's a thing that I'm consciously aware of that I don't want to be doing anymore. So I'm consciously cutting alcohol out. Um, And Jay Weeks tells us to stay off the sad step, which is basically the scales, until checking day. Because, you know, it fluctuates so much. We are females. Um, our body weight, our water, we, our weight fluctuates so much that I, I can't stand the, like, dust, anyone, dust. Um, those sorts of clubs where you weigh in every week and you feel a bit crap about yourself because you haven't actually lost any weight, blah, blah, blah. You get really depressed because the scales don't actually change significantly on a weekly basis. But... I stayed off the sad step. Well, I didn't. I actually went on it a few times, but I was really aware of what I was doing was getting me somewhere. Um, um, on my checking day, I had lost an inch from around my waist, an inch from around my hips, nothing from around my boobs. 
I'd lost an inch around each arm and each leg. So I'm literally an inch all over down. And I'd lost two kilograms. Now I go in kilograms because that's what the gym scales do. Um, it's basically about five pounds, maybe a little bit less than five pounds. But I am feeling so much better. I have loads more energy. I am sleeping better. I am exercising more. I'm feeling confident in myself. Um, I cannot recommend this enough, honestly. And I'm finding it really easy to fit into everyday life. I'm finding it easy to get up and go to the gym in the mornings because I'm getting to bed earlier because I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm finding it easy to plan ahead and prep the food. And the meals are genuinely really family friendly. So again, I cannot recommend this enough. I have been cheating a little bit every weekend. You know, we've had like a cheat night on a Friday night or something. But it's doing me well so far. Anyway, how is your life? How are you getting on? How has this year started for you? Are you back into that whole, I am just going from day to day, dragging yourself out of bed, getting ready, getting the kids ready, going to that unfulfilling job that pays the bills. You deal with those texts from your ex, which are making you even more annoyed with life. And then it's time to come home, dinner, bath, Netflix, bed. Does all of that sound familiar? Is that how you envisioned the life for yourself? I don't think so. So last week I had some real insights from clients, as I mentioned at the beginning. Um, And I can really relate to them because I was on a trajectory of life that I hadn't chosen. I was going along with whatever my ex had in store. And don't get me wrong, the lovely holidays and the nice cars were a nice perk, but they weren't my choice. I didn't have a real direction as to where I wanted to go in my life, except for the next lovely holiday that we would be going on, that would be chosen for me. And I'd be told that that's where we were going. And God, I feel awful for complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. I had some lovely times, but it wasn't my choice. I've been to lots of places and I've been to Florida a hundred million times. I love Florida, don't get me wrong, but they weren't my choice. It wasn't the life direction that I had chosen because I hadn't chosen a life direction. I was just going along with whatever whatever came my way. So in a couple of client sessions last week, a couple of them had really similar issues. So one of my ladies couldn't see what she wanted from her future because of past traumatic experiences. She's now wary that plans might not work out. So she can't picture making long-term plans. She can't picture herself in five years' time. She can't picture what she wants from her life in, you know, next year, the year after, five years' time, because she might not last that long. People around her have died and, you know, it's ruined plans. It's ruined lives. It's heartbreaking really really heartbreaking so why make plans but then another client had basically got her life planned out she was married two kids she took the lower paying job whilst she worked around the kids around the school runs she gave up all on all of her hopes and dreams from university from when she got her degree for what she qualified to do just to take a job to be mom to be the person who held the family together whilst her husband, I said that really badly, didn't like her husband, but she was just supporting her husband who 
achieve his career plans. And then it has all gone tits up because he's had an affair. The marriage is over. She's obviously devastated. And financially, she has a really tricky few years ahead of her, I'd say, to keep her home, to keep her lifestyle, to keep up with whatever she had with her husband's income. And I know that she will be looked after. I know that, you know, in divorces, things happen and she will have child support and, you know, the lifestyle she's accustomed to. But it's now paying for two houses, isn't it? Those two wages that were coming in now pay for two houses, two separate lives, two lifestyles. It's not just one family anymore. It's not just one lifestyle anymore. It's not just one home anymore. And it gets expensive. And if you are or if you were the lower earner, to be around for the kids, to be the mom, to do the things that, you know, kids need their parents around. And even if you are a full-time worker and your kids are in like, you know, wraparound care, after school club, breakfast club, it's still expensive to keep those things going when you have split and when things have changed and when priorities have changed. So where does your life go from here? You know, you have been left maybe holding the baby. You have kids to feed. You have to keep a roof over your head. You have a house and a garden to maintain. And please do not talk to me about my garden in this weather. The fence panel is down at the bottom of the garden. And I've just had the fence panel stood on both sides of the garden. It is so frustrating. And I live alone. It's such hard work to try and keep on top of these things, to try and maintain these things. When you're single and you live on a single income, and maybe you've been burned by your past, it is really hard to see a future, let alone a future maybe with a new partner. And will that new partner come along with their own children, their own exes, their own complications? And yes, we have come to this season of our life and we don't get here without having a few bin liners full of baggage. And yes, it's bin liners because most of what's happened to us is absolute rubbish. But if you could take a moment and look into your future, into three to five years into the future, what can you see? Do you have more of the same? Getting yourself into work, getting the kids dropped off at school, living this co-parenting or the parent life? Is it just the more same old, same old? Or do you have a new partner? Do you have someone to share your life with? Are your kids more independent? Have you stopped taking those 6am calls or those 7pm work calls because you are available, the kids are at their dad's and why not? You'll put yourself out just to keep yourself busy. Or are you using your free time to enjoy your hobbies and interests? Are you pursuing things you never had time for in your last relationship because your ex was a boring bugger? Or the kids take up all of your time. We have all been the mom, the mom taxi, who basically drops the kids at all of their activities, sits in the car scrolling Instagram <laughs> and been bored to tears. But 
now that you have this whole new single life, can you do something that you've always wanted to do? I know my client last week um, wanted to be creative, wanted to do these creative jobs when she was at university. And now she's got a little bit of time to start a side hustle and get creative again. Like, you know, she's got a little bit of time away from the children. She's got a little bit of time where she can go and sit alone and re, re rejoin herself, know herself again, get to know herself again. And I know that it's hard to see a future when your heart has been broken. You have been lied to. You have been cheated on and all of the things because you never want to go through a breakup like that again. I certainly know I never want to go through a breakup like that again. And I have written a blog today for, um, I've been a guest on someone else's blog and I'll share it with you all on my Instagram. But I've written the story of like my breakup and it was really quite heartbreaking. It was really quite sad. It's made me cry a little bit today. And I'm going to record it as a private podcast. It's not something that I want to be putting out there onto the main domain of like actually the things that happened and actually the situations that I will I was left in. You know, it's it's going to be for a private audience more than it would be for um, a public audience like this. But it's me saying it out loud and putting it out there to the world and everybody knowing things. It's quite hard, isn't it? I have been heartbroken. I do not ever want to go through that again now listen to me though listen to me very carefully you are not supposed to be alone in this life we are social beings we are supposed to live in communities we are or were supposed to have males to protect us from saber-toothed tigers it's very caveman and i get that we do not need protection like we used to and as millennial women and I'm only just a millennial, I'd like to point out. I'm from I'm the youngest of a family of Gen Xers. <laughs> so I'm pretty old school, but I am a millennial all the same. And we have more choice, more opportunity and more freedom than any of our mothers, mothers, mothers ever had before us. You know, my grandma was left with four children when her husband died in Ireland in the forties. Can you imagine? She had to work as a cleaner with four children sleeping in the same bed. That is my dad's grandma and my dad's mother. And you know, imagine all of that. She didn't have a choice other than to make money, keep food on the table and make sure her kids were alive. We have choices. We have everything. We can do this life alone. We can pay the bills. We can feed the kids. We can go to the gym. We can keep up a life, healthy lifestyle. We can nail a career. And we can do everything that comes along with being a modern woman. We can do it all. But do you want to do that all alone? Do you want to be on your own? Will your career look after you on your, de on your deathbed? Will your kids be keeping you company and doing all those things that you love to do when they are 18, 19, 20? They won't. They will have their own lives. Your career could end tomorrow. Life is too short to be unhappy and alone and dedicating yourself to something that could end tomorrow. 
something that isn't tangibly yours. It's like having, you know, <laughs> this is a real weird, like, likeness. But, you know, if I build my business on Instagram, I don't own, like, my followers on Instagram. They fluctuate like the bloody weather. But I build an email list because I know I can speak to the people who want to listen to me on my email list. And they're on my email list. They're part of my world. They're in my Facebook group. They're part of my world. You know, I know who each one of them is, but I am digressing. So, how about we just start off with a daydream of the life that you would like to live, of the woman who you would like to become? What does she do? How does she spend her time? What does your ideal day look like? Where are you? Where do you wake up? Who do you wake up with? What do you do with your day? Do you go to work on this day? Do you spend your day sitting in the sunshine reading a book? Do you go for lunch in your favourite spot? And you can let your imagination run wild and dream really big. What would you do with your life if you really could do anything? What if nothing is holding you back? What if you could overcome those fears of rejection and those fears of getting hurt again? What if you could become the person who you were always meant to be? The person who you were maybe when you were a little girl or when you were a teenager or when you were growing up. And you were really happy and dancing around to Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. That is showing my age. But that is what I can remember about being super happy. And, you know, my face didn't fit when I was a teenager. I really loved guitar music. Like I say, I'm the youngest of four children. And like all my brothers and sisters were born in the 70s. Uh, They all liked rock music, guitar music. I went out with them, like, you know, to clubs and bands and gigs and all of that stuff. But really, all of my friends from school were into dance music, were into... I mean, that was a very 90s thing as well, wasn't it? But it wasn't me. And my face did fit around dance music, clubs. I could get into clubs when I was underage because... I won't tell you exactly how young. Because my face fitted in those places, but that is not where I felt my most comfortable. I felt my most comfortable listening to my brother's band play at the bottom of the horrible Birkin pub in Birmingham city centre in a basement gig where the floors were sticking, could jump up and down. That is where I felt at my best, what I loved doing, the music I loved. I was a little blonde girl who did not fit in with the band-looking people that used to go to these places. I did not fit in. So I have spent my life fitting in with people that I maybe wasn't meant to. My ex and going along with his idea of life, of his idea of a lifestyle, of his idea of what we should have wasn't my idea of what we should have and in the last few years I have come back to 
loving getting outdoors, going camping. I love dogs, so I got one. <laughs> and I love doing random things like paddleboarding. I would say rock climbing, but I'm really, really scared of heights. I can get so far and then I can't get any higher. It's something I'm working on. But I have overcome the fears of me being my authentic self and I have worked my way into becoming her again so nothing is holding you back you can overcome all the things that you think are holding you back those things that you think are holding you back and those excuses that you are making for yourself those ones that say I don't have the time I don't have the money I don't want to get hurt again. I can't be bothered are things that I have heard of people in the last few weeks about dating. I've heard people saying that it is confusing and that men give off the wrong signals. And they do. I will not get... They they really do, you know. It's very mixed out there. But all of these things are just excuses stopping you getting whatever it is that you want from your life. Those things that you think are holding you back, are the limiting beliefs that you are putting on yourself which are stopping you from having the life that you love and that you dream of. So I did a few things to help me get the life and the love that I have now. I'm in a very happy relationship, don't get me wrong, I think he's perfect and we have our challenges but to get to where I am now, to overcome the heartbreak of my ex to overcome the deception and the lies and to learn to trust myself again because after you've been through something like that and you you don't trust yourself let alone anyone else you don't trust your own decisions let alone anything else so I had to really work on me again I had to rediscover who I was again and what I liked again and to undo 10 years of wiring of being with somebody else being told what to do where I worked how it all you know how much money I could spend where I was going on holiday being controlled to every aspect of my life and don't get me wrong it wasn't in an awful I was in a controlling relationship way it was just in a those weren't my choices way so the things I did helped me overcome all of that and to get me to the life and the relationship that I have now were number one I wrote a list of what I would like in my life I literally had things on there like dog walks I had a picture on my vision board of a couple walking French bulldogs and it looks very similar to what me and Ed look like now very bizarre I should really do like a vision board comparison of my life (laughs) but I also wrote a list of what attributes I would like a guy to have and I started dreaming about the kind of things that we would do in our free time like dog walking, like paddleboarding, like walking up mountains, climbing hills, getting outdoors, going to the beach. My ex hated the beach. I love the beach. I love the sea. I love getting out there. I can't believe I spent so long with him, honestly. And now I'm in a place where we go to the beach all the time we take the dog we get messy we get muddy I literally nearly my mother dog nearly drowned in the sea the other week (laughs) the waves came in before but 
we do all of those things. And I wrote a list of those things. That is what I wanted. I started dreaming about the kind of things that I wanted to do in my free time. And then I started dating myself. And I know I say this one a lot. But remember, I co-parent. So for three days of the week, I have spare time. Half of the week, Lila's with her dad. So at that time, I was filling my time with stuff that I just wanted to do to get over my heartbreak, whether that was going on a date with an inappropriate man, whether that was going to the gym constantly, whether that was going out drinking with friends, getting drunk and having a hangover, sitting around my neighbour's kitchen table crying and drinking too much red wine. I did all of those things which are serious self-sabotaging behaviours. So instead of doing those things, I started dating my stuff. I started filling my time with things that I wanted to do, things that I wanted to try, things that I thought I might like alone as just me. And I started off really simply by just taking myself to the cinema to see, I think it's probably called The Midwife, Downton Abbey, sorts of things like that, that no guy's ever going to come and see with me. And I just wanted to be alone, enjoying myself on my own as just me. And then the next thing I did was I obviously started my life coaching uh, certification and I got myself a life coach. Not only did my life coach help me through my life coaching certification to help me through the mindset of what it would take to become a life coach, to get visible online, to tell people my story, to be able to be confident about I've done this and this is what has happened to me. And she got me through my past traumas and experiences and she helped me work out that all those awful things that had happened to me had happened to me to have a positive impact on my life. So all the things that had happened to me, my ex cheating on me, him cancelling the wedding, him breaking my heart, they had a positive impact on my life. If those things would not have happened, I would still be with him now. I could be married to him and in a really unhappy marriage. I could still be working in his business with him. And it was not the most fulfilling job of my life. I have to admit, I didn't love it in the end. I could still be there if all of these other things hadn't have happened. So the positive impact that those negative experiences have had on my life has changed the direction of my life completely. And whether you believe in the universe or the law of attraction or all of those things or not, you have to admit that if your life's not going in the direction that it probably should be going in, the universe is going to come along and fuck it up. It's going to explode your life in your face and put you back on the path that you are supposed to be on, which is what happened to me, I believe. And then I worked out what my excuses were. I worked out all the things I said to myself about, I can't get visible because of this. I can't tell people my story because it's heartbreaking. And even today, writing that blog, I had a little cry about it. I can't do this because I don't have time. I can't do this because I haven't got the money. I can't do this because I haven't got the inclination. These were all things that were stopping me from making things happen in my life. 
These were the excuses I had made for myself. And I worked out what they were. I worked out how to get over them. And I made things happen. It is not easy to overcome your fears. I still have fears now. I still self-sabotage now. I still have huge imposter syndrome about things now. But I can see that these are just excuses, that these are just sabotages. And I can come back and look at them and think, okay, if I continue to self-sabotage like that, my vision for the future is not going to happen. I can see that if I sabotage, I can stop, I can review my situation. And as Gabby Bernstein would say, I can choose again. I can choose to come back to my vision of the future. I remember that what I want in my future is that thing and the steps that I am taking right now are the steps that are going to get me to that future. I want all of these things in my life. I want to overcome those fears and I want to have my future vision come to life as it has come to life over the past few years as the things that I have done and the steps that I have taken have brought me to a loving relationship with a guy which was pretty much spot on to my list, if not better. Yes, Ed, if you're listening, don't get a big head. But I could see what my vision was. I could feel what my vision was. I could meditate on a daily basis to get my brain to believe that that was already my future, that I just had to take the steps to get it. So you have to be able to feel the vision of your future. If you can can imagine it, it is already yours. You wouldn't have that vision if it wasn't possible for you. And if you have any of these excuses, if you have any of these fears, they are just holding you back from getting what you want out of your life. And if you've got any of these fears, or if you have any of these excuses, I would love for you to slide into my DMs on Instagram and tell me all about them. I bet you I can help you overcome them with a little change about how you think about things, a little mindset shift, and you'll be able to overcome that excuse. If you want to, if you can see that vision for your future, if you can feel into that vision for your future, you can have that vision for your future. And anyway, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you have found this episode valuable, please share with a friend who you know will find it helpful so I can support those ladies who need to know that they are not alone on this journey, that I have trodden the path of heartbreak and found love again and found the confidence to build myself back up, to build my own business and to do all of the things that I never thought possible for myself in my old life. But thank you for joining me today and until the next episode of Healing with Teeming, lots of love. I am hosting boundary workshops in the coming weeks where we'll be mapping out your values, working out who you are as your authentic self and how to clearly create, state and uphold your boundaries when dating. No more bad guys and their bad behaviour. For just 9 99 you will have an hour of my expert insights into what is stopping you from attracting the man of your dreams 
and how creating and upholding boundaries will attract the right guy for you. Don't worry if you can't join me live on Wednesday the 28th and Thursday the 29th of February, you can download the replay. Sign up using the link in my show notes. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Healing with Healing. If you are struggling in the dating and relationship game, I can support you to gain unshakable self-worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one-to-one coaching program, Be You for Rendezvous. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one-to-one coaching and how I can support you, or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching, and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila, and of course, Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Teeling.